Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. How do we right size an item if we don't know our cycle time? We don't have any historical data. How to get started would be great if you, could talk, if you could also talk how that would work within sprints in Scrum. There's some assumptions here. I'd assume with two weeks sprint, I'd be looking at items taking 10 days or less. It's probably a good place to start. Yeah. So if we talk, let's, we're going to talk within the bounds of Scrum here. My rule of thumb was always, can this PBI get done in half the sprint or less? That was a, a totism. That was my rule of thumb. And so if you look at that from that perspective, I wouldn't even go 10 days there, right? 10 days is a massive amount of time spent on a single product backlog item. Let's have an opportunity to split it. How can we get it? Is there a corner of it we can get done and deliver some value with it? So I think that I'd be inclined before you have historical data and you can look at things like a SLE, can we get this done within the bounds of an SLE, something like that? Uh, you're never going to have the perfect answer. But I think right sizing and saying, can this thing get done in half the sprint or less would be a good question to start. That That's just some guidelines before you really have data. You'll get data fairly quickly, right? And data is only going to be able to, to add, for you to ask smarter questions. You're going to be wrong you're going to be wrong. So I think probably saying 10 days or less is far too much. If you're talking about the bounds of two week sprint, I'd probably half that. But then again, honestly, this is just like a consulting off the top of my head, like based off of my experiences advice, this isn't necessarily the end all be all. This is what you should do. I want to make sure I'm very clear about that. Yeah. So I, my answer is super similar to Todd's with no historical data you're basically trying to do your best effort to put work into a sprint that meets a sprint goal, right? And so I think having a good sprint goal, some good product backlog refinement is going to help you in the absence of data. So if the work is as small as possible, if the goal is well understood, you just start asking, all right, we know that this is the most important thing to go into our sprint that meets our goal. Can we accomplish this within the sprint? Yes or no. And if the team agrees, yes, we think we can move to the next item that helps us achieve our goal. Can we? Can this fit along with this other piece? Yes or no. And you start working through, I think you start working through the, the sprint backlog discussion that way. But also it's back to that ruthlessness that we've been talking about lately. 
We need stories as small as responsibly possible. We need our product backlog items to be tight, right? We need these, that, and which means good product backlog refinement. I think it's just, I, look, it's not required in Scrum. It's not an official event, but it is the next closest thing to that. I think it's just so essential in today's world that we have really well-refined and understood stories or product backlog items, and that we're able to go into sprint planning confident that this is the minimal but sufficient to meet a need. And if that's the case, then I think some of the techniques that Todd and I talked about become much simpler to implement in the absence of data. Yeah. No perfect answer. Just good enough, right? Uh, Good enough to get started. And so since you cannot plan complexity perfectly... Sometimes you're going to hit on this, sometimes you're going to miss, but over time, the data will build up and then we can become more predictable as we learn more about the way we work. And then keep in mind, having a cycle time or an est- actually, what, I think I would actually look at throughput, maybe even a little bit more here in sprint planning. If your team is continually changing in composition, if people are coming in and out of the team, if the product backlog is unstable, if you're assigned to multiple products or projects, if the team isn't focusing in one area, all of this data is not going to help you become consistent, right? So there's a lot of caveats here too that makes your data reliable. And so I think there's organizational impediments to work on, there's team dynamics to work on, and it may not actually be your cycle time or throughput that are actually the blocker to, to understanding how much work to put in a sprint. Does that sound right, Todd? Yeah. Cool. Great question. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.